Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 426. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gass, joined by Corey Fonsad. Hey! And Tony Korkanakis. Yo! Welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners. Welcome, viewers, to 426 of the Gamecast. Uh, happy, well, this is our happy holiday, pre- Christmas, New Year, Quantica. I don't even know. <laughs> Whatever's out there. Whatever's out there. <laughs> Whatever you celebrate, happy holidays. Um, so uh, it's our our special and last game cast of the year. We just realized as we we're doing the movie cast, we realized that's it. Yeah, so. We're not going to have one next week. Uh, and then if we do have one the week after, as Jim noted, it will be January 1st, right? So. Yeah, it'll be, yeah. If we do it again, it'll be, it'll be the new year. So if we do a new year's one. So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to. We have a great topic tonight. We actually just had fun on the movie cast doing um, bold predictions of 2019. So we're gonna do that for some games. Uh, that's coming up. But first, let's get into what we've been up to, guys. Uh, I'll kick us off because I wasn't here last week. I did finish Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, all right. So, yeah, uh, I finished that last week. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so clearly not. It's all right. I, I'll spoil this for you guys. It's not my game of the year. So. Uh, not that that was obvious to you to begin with, I guess, but uh, it was fine. It was then way too long, and it was then... I, the epilogues were not good, in my opinion. I just thought it was useless. I don't know what Mike said about it last week, because I think he finished it as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I think he's saying that he he enjoyed it more as it as he got to Thor's Sure. Yeah. Uh, the ending was fine of the game, and then you play the epilogue, and I'm like, what am I doing? Um, so I'm literally I'm milking cows here. I'm not trying to spoil it for people, but you milk cows. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like this game does not respect your time any better as time. No, goes. and so then I started playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I had to say I'm so happy to be back to a video game. Like I'm just I'm happy to screw up an assassination, be able to leave the area and walk back and step over dead bodies, and the guys are still just patrolling like nothing happened. And I'm like, okay, this is <laughs> this is I like this. This it's is a video game. game. Right. So uh, yeah, I'm playing that right now. And How far are you in that? Uh, about five hours, six hours in. All so. Right. so, so a question I have for you: Maybe it's just a little too early, but I know uh, a point of concern you had going into this was that you the grind. Read a couple with the grind. Have you seen any of that yet? Or no, not yet. Okay. I'm, I'm, I think I'm at that cusp. There's supposed to be a lull at like level ten, where you then run into like this slower leveling area. But we'll see. It was just I see. I keep, I keep seeing this game on people's top game list for the year, and I'm like, yeah. I, I've got to do this now that Red Dead just failed to impress so for me it failed to impress me so i've got to look at this game too now um because right now there's just two games in my opinion that could be game of the year um in my that i've played this year i mean i'm I'm, maybe i forgot something else but right now it's just two games for me uh that i i know that are neck and neck for game of the year um so but yeah so i played that and uh i've been playing oh i've been playing um uh starlink um so i've been playing a bunch of that uh it's i i almost said Star Fox. that's why i made sure i say (laughs) you might as Um, well i mean it's you know virtually the same thing the only thing i hate about the game is that it's not Star Fox, and that so the the story is clearly not there for him and you're just like you're playing a Star Fox. i'm not playing as these stupid characters in this game (laughs) i'm playing a Star Fox with yarwing and uh and like when they try to tell me stories like there's no Star Fox there you're like Okay, I know he's tacked on and he's kind of integrated, but it was more of like a let's put him in here at the end. So yeah. like when they go to the actual story, there's nothing about him. I'm like, ah, it would be better if we just had a Star Fox game. But it's yeah. it's a it's a fun game though. It's still fun. So uh, I'm enjoying that. It's a fun little. Uh, it's a, it's a little easy, but it's like I'm having fun playing Star Fox and flying around the yeah. Arwen, going from planet 
to space is fun. Did, did um, you mention that? We'll, we'll bring that. We'll, we'll circle back to that. Okay. We'll do a barrel roll back to that. All right. Yeah. Uh, and, barrel roll. Uh, yeah, so I'm enjoying that. And those are the two big things I've played. I haven't gotten to play um, WWE yet. I finally installed that. But after getting through Red Dead, I'm like, it. you know, I did want to dive into Assassin's Creed only because of the hype. Um, oh. I should have did a palate cleanse, but I think Starlink has taken care of that. So, um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for me, I think. I'm trying to think if I'm forgetting something, but I don't think so. Uh, so, uh, um, Tony, you want to just roll into that? <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing pretty much new for me, just... Still playing more Smash Brothers. So much content to that game, even yeah. like the challenges and single player stuff. Uh, so the single player stuff I heard is is really beefy, like multiple endings. Oh yeah, yeah. compared. Oh yeah, well, to the story mode, there's like a couple different endings, right? Um, yeah. Uh, and it's not like hard to go back. You just go back and mm-hmm. do you know, just some, something yeah. differently. It's not like a drastic. Oh, I gotta play this for five hours again. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the kind of fun thing about it, uh, and I, I kind of appreciating it now, is like it has some, and I just want to be careful with this, like don't have a knee-jerk budget. It has mobile game elements to it in the sense that like there's these things where like you unlock in the, in the single-player mode was like, hey, this is like um, like Toadette. She's there, and she's like, hey, uh, in this world, I'm trying to explore these caverns for, for treasures and stuff like that. Can you help? Can you send me some of your spirits to help me out? So you give her up to four spirits, and what they do is like essentially explore the cave all you do is assign it and you're like, send them away. And like, um, so like the one for hers, it's like two hours. And then after two hours, their mission is complete. Kind of like Xenoblade Chronicles had the mercenary missions. Mm-hmm. There's another one that's like even longer and stuff like that. But like, it's like, okay, like, cool. There's like some like, all right, I, I do this and I step away from the game and then I come back and there's, there's something enticing me to come come back and play. And Check they do it out. another way. Right. They do it another way with um at dailies. Right. The spirit board where it's like, there's these spirits that show up and you can challenge them directly uh, and it changes up or resets every five to 15 minutes and stuff like that. So it's just, you know, it's these small things where I'm like, oh, that's interesting seeing it implemented in this way. You know, it's no microtransaction, you know, yeah. BS or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm really me. tempted. Like, I'm, I was never a Smash Bros guy, but I'm really so tempted. For me, I'm not. Game. I'm tempted as well. I have the free one waiting. I have to go pick it up still. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm I'm not a big Smash fan either. Yeah. I just yeah. never have been. It's not my platform for fighter, but I love the I love the characters in this game. It's yeah. definitely yeah. So. And so I mean, at least compared to the last game, there's definitely more meat uh, mm-hmm. and potatoes for the single player stuff. Because like I will say, like the the single player mode, it is kind of fun um, because like you know uh, you're just fighting a computer. You don't have to worry about like getting demolished by experts online um, and. There is, like, is the online also? Like, how is... We'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but the single player, like, it's it's really cool because it's just, like, a map. is you know, kind of, like, old school, like, I don't know, uh, just, like, go around the map and just, like, encounter fights and challenge them. And like, there's a certain appreciation where it's, like... I, I think I mentioned it before, like, uh, like, I fought Dr. Wily's spirit, and I had to fight eight metal Mega Men... Mm-hmm. Uh, in a row, which is the eight robot masters, and then Dr. Mario showed up, which is, you know, like, that's the closest thing that, you know, Dr. Warren. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yes. that, that that's pretty cool and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, I see what you did there. And especially with the, the other stuff in the series, like, there's, there's a whole segment for the Castlevania stuff, and you're like, that's really cool, actually, the way they, they do some of these fights. Um, and the boss, there's there's a lot of bosses in this game, which is like, okay, like, this is, this is a fun experience. Uh, Corey, for your question, the online, 
Um, so they already had one patch last week, uh, the first patch for the game. So I will say the online, 1v1, haven't had an issue for, I would say, 90% of my matches. And I know that the last remaining 10%, somebody's internet was just shitty. And yeah. so before is because, you know, by base, by default, the switch is Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have a bad connection and, or uh, not so good you're connection. You're just it with the Wi-Fi. Right, and you're just making it worse with the Wi-Fi. Uh, the four-player free-for-all or any four-player mode online was not fun, but I haven't played any of those since then. Um, so it could have been better. I, I know some people said that the patch didn't improve the latency. The one thing that the patch did improve was, and this is one thing I hope they patch completely differently, but... The way you go in the online, it, it's different this time around. So what you do is you set up your parameters for what style of game you want to fight. Whether it's like I'll just say like I want an uh, like a stock battle, or I want to fight like a time battle. Um, and you can set like items on, items off, stage like hazards on and off, and then it enters you in the queue. And then it tries to base you with somebody else that's you know as close to your preference as possible. But if it doesn't like. It could just be like, oh, well, now you're in a four-player free-for-all with items on and stuff like that. And if you're a competitive fighter, it's like, I don't want to play this because it's you know not competitive enough. Mm -hmm. um, since the patch, I have not, which is what I'm saying, I haven't had a four-player free-for-all because I haven't been trying to match it up. I'm just tr trying to do one-v-ones. So in that aspect, that has improved. But I do, I do hope in the next patch, it's just like, here you go. Here's a one v one like online mode. And here's a four-player or team battle like specific queue and stuff like that. So I hope yes. that's they improve that game all right cool. anything else or that's it oh that's it yeah. Corey. um so i've been playing a lot of diablo 3. nice i noticed nice. that because the other i think monday like I, I was just playing some smash brothers because i was working from home on my break and it's like you know tax dk like diablo 3 i'm like the fuck? <laughs> okay when you go back down the hole you just can't get it's, out i mean you know me i love the grind yeah, you love the loot, man. You love that loot. Yeah, no, I mean, looter, shooter, looter, RPG, looter. It's yeah, yeah it's my thing. So it's, it's pulled me in, and like the seasonal thing is is neat. Like I didn't really do that. Um, I don't think I remember it being a thing really when we were playing it back on 360 and PS4, whatever. But um, they have seasons now where you have these. Um, goals to try to uh, uh, or task challenges they, they added them right towards the end when we stopped playing yeah uh, I, I did a few of them in the beginning and then i stopped playing the game like it was right as the end at the end okay right yeah there. and so yeah so like it's the seasons like i started a seasonal character i didn't realize I, I even did that i was just kind of defaulted to that and so like you're trying to do these challenges and like you get you know armor pieces that the green ones you know where you get bonuses if you have more of them uh, the full sets and stuff so uh, it's been neat and it makes you play in different ways and uh, obviously like um, I mentioned before the adventure mode is open right away so you do not need to touch the story whatsoever uh, and like I would say maybe if you haven't ever played the story go through it once but if you've already done that like it's just stupid to have to yeah. force you to play through it so you can just the game's wide open I appreciate open that yeah and yeah so and plus, I've never played the Necromancer. Well, I haven't. I've not never. I haven't played the Necromancer in Diablo three before, so it's neat to see that. Um, so, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Awesome. I also got um, this Kickstarter thing that I, I kickstarted. Oh yeah, yeah. The Bluetooth that? adapter for oh. audio. It is a really cool device. Um, so this is it here. If you guys are doing the video, it basically just plugs right up into the bottom of your switch. You hold down the button on the side, and your Bluetooth audio is connected, and you got Bluetooth audio. So, does it work as advertised? 
yeah, it's it's pretty. I'm really impressed with it. I also like they also offer this kickstand thing, which is like I use this now all the time. So I just prop my switch up on it. But yeah, it just comes with it. Uh, it was offered as an add-on. You could oh, get no, it. Gotcha. Um, it was ten dollars, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get it. And uh, it's probably I use this all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. So um, yeah, it's been pretty neat. Uh, but the the Bluetooth audio thing is fantastic. They also have a mic that comes with. So if you want to do like talking online. Oh, so they kind of fix that. In. Okay, good. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it works really well, actually. So just hold the button down. That's called and, uh, Genki. Yeah, Genki Bluetooth audio thing. Oh, cool. Yep. We're not so, we're not affiliated affiliated with them in any way. I'm just asking, yeah. so I'm looking at myself. It's a Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's really cool, and I like that they actually put in a switch case. <laughs> oh, really? That is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so. awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, I mean, I played Destiny too. Um, I actually only got to play it for a couple hours this week, and they released the holiday event that they have, so I have okay. to catch up on that. But Let's see how that is. So, all right, let's get into some game news then. Talk about the. Uh, let's talk about the Switch kicking it off today with numbers. Yeah. Um, Tony posted this earlier on our Discord. Um, eight point seven million units sold for the Switch as the, uh, more than eight point seven million units sold. Uh, uh, outpacing all of the gener current generation consoles in the U.S. at this point in time, mm -hmm. so they are now the fastest-selling hardware of this generation through its first 21 months of of life. Um, very impressive numbers from Nintendo uh, on the Switch, and it's. I didn't know how this was going to go like, this where's year. Where's the first? Well, you know, you don't know how it's <laughs> going to go. Of, like fantasy football, like we have. A... Well, yeah. this follow-up year of like you you had some major games drop last year from Nintendo, and it's yeah. like this year yeah. you just you don't know what's on the court. You don't know how it's going to go because you're like you just yeah. they. You know, did they shoot everything out, or is this just like? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what it, it definitely was, because like the first half of the year was so quiet. It was yeah, like yeah. it was like Bayonetta two, uh, one and two port, which you know I appreciate, but it's not like a big sound. No, but games yeah. you could play somewhere else, right? You have you had Kirby, which you know I appreciate Kirby, but it's not again a big system seller. Yeah. Yeah. And then Nintendo Labo, which was just a completely different market, and then um, Donkey Kong, I think Tropical Freeze, mm -hmm. again another port. game you could play somewhere else. And it wasn't until June where it's like, all right, Mario Kart. Or uh, not Mario, Mario Tennis Aces, which I like, and I was always going to get that. But like again, not not a big system seller. And it's just like then Octopath it's, in July. It's like all right, we're heating up a little bit, but then like I don't think there's anything in August. No. So this is like you just kind of had to wait. And um, it wasn't until Pokemon in November and Smash in December where it's like, okay, these are the big like big boy games or big girl, whatever you want to call it, adult games. You know, it's sort of like oh shit, like okay, yeah. got to get a switch. Because like honestly, we we're t I was talking about the Discord. I know at least five people that got a Switch within the last like three weeks. We were just like, "Oh, dude, I got a Switch!" and they're, like asking me for game recommendations or like uh, accessory recommendations and something. I was like, "Damn, like okay, like people that haven't even had Nintendo systems since maybe like Wii or something like that." So it's like, you know, definitely been about a decade or so. So yeah, um, I do love the fact though that there have been a very good stream of indie titles on the console mm -hmm. that fit really well on the console. Like, not that like. Because it's small, it's just like the portability factor, like the play anywhere factor. Like these indies are kind of like designed for that. Like you don't necessarily need to sit down in front of your, you know, sixty inch television and right, like, exactly, or whatever. And yeah, so and you just, just like sit on the couch, like huddle up and play a quick game of of Towerfall or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so they released some PR. So another just some tidbits there. Yeah. Uh, eShop sales have grown one hundred and five percent over twenty seventeen, which is right well so that's going to be a big part of their business going forward um evergreen and Switch games have set new milestones so um breath of the wild in just the u.s 
more than 4 million units. Merrick Hart, more than 5 million units. Mirror Odyssey, 4.7 million units. We did Mario Party this year, too, right? Yep, yep. Pokemon uh, Let's Go, uh, 2 million. And Mario Party, 1.4. And that's... And my my uh, brother-in-law brought that over for uh, uh, oh, nice. family outing. Yeah. Um, and my nephew and my nieces all like, had a blast with it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's honestly... It's a game. game. Um, but, yeah, yeah uh, so Nintendo definitely hitting a stride. Um, they also yeah. released PR today that... Uh, Smash sold in the first 11 days 3, 3 million, million units in yep. uh, North America alone. So uh, it is going to handily take the crown for the uh, best-selling launch exclusive game ever, uh, beating out Halo 3 back in 2007? Back when 2008. Back when it was good. Yeah, yeah Halo 3. <laughs> Back when Halo was a, you know, a big yeah. thing and on yeah. on Mountain Dew bottles and yeah. Dorito packages yeah. and all that stuff. Well, so still on Mountain Dew bottles, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right, uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's good. Good year for them. Uh, let's let's tie that right into the NPD, uh, and we'll go into some other news after that. So the NPD yeah. also was launched to, uh, launched released today, uh, and uh, we got your we got our top list here. The PS4 was the number one selling hardware console for the month of November. Uh, with the Switch doing extremely well, um, they did their. What was the stats? Did Matt give more? Yeah. So basically, hardware. All three platforms yep. did more than 1.3 million units. They had some uh, really good deals on all of them too. They yeah. did. Yeah, that's why. I mean, it was yeah. Like... Uh, but for uh, in terms of revenue, it was PS4. Or no, no, I'm sorry. Revenue was Switch because they didn't have. It, it was mostly sales. Mostly. Yeah. For um, as Mike would point out, right for uh, units, it was PlayStation Four and, and, and Sony couldn't have enough of the, as you know, Spider-Man unit. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for you to walk into that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that, but uh, honestly, I'm actually <laughs> the most surprised out of all this. I'm actually surprised the Xbox One managed that many units. Like, I think yeah. they're all within like. 150,000 units or something like that. And I expect the Xbox One to be way lower than that because, like, their, their bundles were just... stride, though. Like, they're starting to actually offer things that you're not this, getting anywhere this else. This Game Pass service thing is huge. Yeah, no, I, it yeah. is, and I think the Xbox One X is actually doing... Uh, yeah. I think the Xbox One X did more work than the Xbox One S bundles yeah. did. Yeah, that's true. Like, it was just so pathetic. Like, it's like, oh, here's... I, I definitely here's just Minecraft. Like, say, like, this is the most powerful console ever. And, yeah, exactly, um, yeah. you know? And um, like the 4K thing it, it is a gimmick right now because, sure. but like they're so cheap the TVs where if you can say like you can why not right yeah, yeah so it's not? like hey 4K gaming yeah. here yeah so I mean they all had great months in hardware um, software wise your top well we'll do uh, top ten we'll go down yeah so oh real quick just before we get into the actual individual chart so the bet this is the best year for software for November uh, since oh, 2011 really? I uh, okay. totaled one billion dollars in November 2018. Oops. Um, one billion. Dollars. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. So best year for software, not best month. The month is down by 15% compared to a year ago, but I think that's just because everything moved the fuck out of the way in November for yeah. uh, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Um, well, Red Dead launched in October. Sorry. Right. Well, end, end of October, though. End of October. So. Right. End of October, and like everything scattered to either be like before it or you know whatever. Um, RDR2 best selling game of the month. Oh yeah, number one. Yeah. Um, that, there's a lot of games that don't include digital on here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, RDR2, we have mm -hmm. uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, uh, Battlefield 5. They had a great deal on that, too. 
Is it they? I mean, Fallout 76 is on this list, but they all don't include uh, PC Digital, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have Pokemon. But this also, Pokemon. like, this does. This is by revenue too, right? Not by yes, units. This is, yeah, this is by this revenue. Is by revenue. Uh, po- both both Pokemon's are on there uh, right after that. So that's six and seven. NBA 2K19. These are standards. Madden NFL. Spyro number nine. Yep. Spyro number nine. That that's a shocker. Um, FIFA 19. Nostalgia factor, man. Can't yeah. discount that. Spider Man came in at 13. God of War still made the list in the top 20. Um, nice. Forza managed to still be in the top 20. There's not much against it. Nope. I skipped it. <laughs> I don't even know. It's blurry and it's so weird. Yeah. Can't read it for some <laughs> reason. So um, yeah, I just uh, Mario Kart eight's on there for number fourteen. That's still selling like crazy every month. It's, that's like the new Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> the new Grand Theft Auto is Mario Kart eight. <laughs> um, still Odyssey. like the one they advertise the most in like the yeah. kiosks and stuff. Yeah, that was a good month for games. Um, yeah. Are we good on MPD? We're going to this uh, this um, Blizzard news. Yeah, the esports. Why is my camera foggy? You've been doing that like uh, all like, all night. Yeah, sorry. Um, Every time you look I, down, like it doesn't know what to do with your head or something. I'm gonna move my news phone and point it up here. That way, I don't have to look down. How's that? Um, so it, it's just gonna fall at some point. Overwatch uh, developer. Well, the Blizzard. Sorry, I'm reading the headline. Blizzard acts as heroes of the development esports team. Uh, they actually asked a lot of development on. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. Did this happen last week on the news, or did you guys? Was this after? I think it was. I think right it was right after the podcast. Yeah, I, this is why I put it on here because I don't think we talked about it then, and I I think that uh, this needs to be mentioned. Like you know, they've been now also as you posted on here, Tony, in this our news is they have to be. They've been told to ship more games because they spend way too much time on their games and development. They go too large a scale, is what we're saying, uh, and now they're being told to shrink the size of their scaling of games to, sh- to ship more. Uh, so this is all kind kind of re. Uh, it kind of makes me wonder what's going on with Diablo 4. Is that right? I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it depends on what I want to. Uh, so, briefly. Did, did, you read, did you read that article by Schreier yet? Did I read it? No, I did not yet. Sorry. Okay. You really need to. I know, really I, know, to I, know, I know. I know. Corey, did you read it? Yeah, yeah. I read it. I mean, that's an excellent article. Like, excellent article. It really goes into, like, just the the backstory of Diablo 4. Like, it, it sounds what like it a was, what it is, what it might be. It's like. Right. Like, just uh, some one little tidbit, like they almost went for a Dark Souls type Diablo experience for wow. Diablo. Third person, like single player type of really crazy. Yeah, like tough as you know shit kind of thing. It's like wow. It's like that's, I mean, I appreciate those games, but not Diablo. Like, no, it's, and then they kind of turned it into something else. But then like it's just they was like canned it. And so yeah, now it's like completely something else. It's like it's amazing how like a game can be almost done, and then you're like, well, actually, we'll just scrap the entire thing and just make it something. Like, yeah, yeah, so I think it's just indecisiveness more than their games take so long to come out because they decide to. It's like indecisive about what they want to go with. It's not necessarily indecisiveness, but I think it's also partially yeah, game direction. direction. Also, so I, I don't think it's dope and stuff like so that. I, I get what you're coming at, Jim. I don't want to. I don't think indecisiveness is the right word. I think they're perfectionists, and I think it's like they make a decision, like, "Hey, we want this because we think this is going to be really cool." But then when they, you know, because they have to build the game, you know, they don't yeah. know how it plays until they actually can play it. So they're like, oh, we want Dark Souls Diablo. And then they build it and they build it. And, you know, this takes months, if not years. Sure. Years, yeah. And then they play it and they're like, you know what? This, It's all right. But does it, should it be a Diablo title? Is it going to be, you know, worthy? I mean, just remember like um, Starcraft Nova Ghost. back on the- Ghost. Right, Starcraft Ghost. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Not Nova. Like that was in development for years. 
they hyped it up at multiple E3s back when the E3 was like, yeah, huge. Yeah. Magazine covers and everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're just like, nope, dead. I'm just like, like yeah. what? They spent millions of dollars. Titan. On I mean, remember Titan? Yeah, yeah. Titan. That's right. Titan. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you might be right about that. It's just like, I mean, they put, they have to, they're redirecting their efforts now to get their games done sooner. So they're getting rid of the, I mean, Heroes of the Storm is going to be kind of taking the it, fall for this. It's going to be sunsetted, unfortunately. Because, yeah. like, you know, and I, I said this, I, I think I, back when the game even launched, like, I tried it out because I love Blizzard properties. Like, we yeah. tried it out for certain yeah. <laughs> I that, yeah, we tried it out for the skin. And, I mean, it's, it's, fun it's all right but it's sure. not like fun like yeah like can't wait to play another game it's not, it's, yeah it's not addicting it's like for me it was more like i just need to get through these five games so i can get my skin <laughs> and so this is more of what you guys what you just said tony like this might be also another aspect of blizzard where they're like it's fun but is it great and they're perfectionists where they're like let's just let's just i appreciate what they're doing too because they were trying to make the moba for non-moba people but it's just not what it's just not work doesn't work in that Right, and, and then maybe what they saw too, maybe the writing's on the wall for that, where they can just let's axe this and let's cut our let's cut our losses at this point. And, well, right, yeah. and so so you know, it, this is it's all hashtag all connected. It's all connected. So yes, with, yes. Here's the storm. Like, you know, again, we don't have hard concrete numbers, but just from what all the rumors and insiders have been like, you know, saying and whispers and whatnot, it's just the revenue there isn't for here's the storm. Like, they're not making their their money back. Um, it's a significant uh, resource hog in terms of like developers and stuff like that. They have a product, Diablo Four, that they want to push out that they need to get out there that will sell you know millions and millions of units. If you know that's barring any type of microtransaction or games as a service, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So it's like, why would you have the like let's just say a hundred developers that are making here's the storm that's barely you know bringing them Blizzard like profits. Or you can t take those hundred people and be like, "Hey, go help Diablo." Yeah, go help. Yeah, Diablo. It, it makes sense. It makes yeah, it makes sense. It, it's a yeah. good it's a good good business decision, and it gets the game that we all want in our hands as long as it's an actual game we all want. Yeah. And, now that and, I hear about this like Dark Souls was thing, saying, they, right? They're just like Corey was saying, like it was a MOBA designed for non-MOBA players. But here's the sure. thing: people who love MOBAs love their MOBA. It's either League of Legends or Dota Two. That's it. Like, mm -hmm. there's a couple other ones like uh, Paladin, I guess, or whatever. Right? Yeah. Which, which are fine, but like, again, those companies are probably fine with without the Blizzard like profits. Sure. With Blizzard, it's like we need to make fucking mega bucks, and you're not getting that audience. You're not like the people who play League or Dota are like super hardcore competitive types. You can't do that in uh, Here's the Storm. It's just not not that type of game. It's just not designed to be uber competitive like that. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just like uh, I understand what they did. I think it sucks for the people that do like the game. Friend Bill uh, was on the podcast before. He loves that game. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be Sunset, and that sucks. But um, you know, yeah. it's they're too late to the party. Uh, sure. I don't know if you guys remember, like when, in the height of our PAX East thing uh, visits, I mean, there was a MOBA for everything like it four years or five yeah. years ago. Like yep. there was that uh, Warner Brothers uh, DC Universe MOBA. Remember that? We're yep. just like, yep. okay, I mean, like, sure. <laughs> honestly, this is what I was expecting with Battle Royale games, and we didn't yeah, get it. We, we are, well, we, we are in a lesser degree. It's not sure. so. They're not getting this specific game for it. They're getting add-on modes. That's what we're getting. Right, so, right, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The writing's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I wanted to get Diablo out there faster, so I'm for this, but I feel bad for those that like that game. So I feel bad for those guys, but um, all right. Let's let's get into our topic, which is the predictions of, uh, 20, bold, bold predictions of 2019. Um, so I got some doozies on here. Um, right. Some of these I may not believe myself. 
So I did them. I'm like, eh, this could happen. Uh, let me get my list open here. So um, I'm going to kick us off here with the first one. This one, okay, this one I actually think will happen. Uh, like, really, I think this is going to happen. Nintendo announces a new Zelda game, and it will be out next year. Like a I Four can... Swords type of shit? I think like a Majora's Mask type of thing. Oh, I like see... a remake? No, like... like a brand uses... new game. Brand you have the game. game. You have the Zelda game. Yes, you have a new game, but it's not quite like a full-on like own right. new build. So Majora's Mask basically used all the Ocarina of Time assets... Obviously, they made some new stuff, but right. primarily it was like, hey, yeah. the, this is the Link model, this is the Fairy model, this is the, the engine, like all yep. those things are the same. Everything's there. Yeah. You know, new dungeons and new bosses and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, I could see that. I could see that. Yes. That's why I'm making that prediction. I think that's that's my, I think that's my best one on this list. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Cor yeah, Corey, what, 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 give me one from you. Um, bold prediction mm -hmm. Anthem is going to be successful. Whew. Bold. <laughs> that is bold, sir. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Nope. I was going to put that on this list like that too, but I, it's funny because when you hear the other ones I put on this list, you're like, really? You, you wouldn't put Anthem <laughs> on that? Um, no, I, I guess it could be, but that, I mean, they're throwing so much money at it. You don't think they're going to screw no, it up? I mean, I, that's why it's a bold prediction. Like it's, it's being set up to fail essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we've and seen what EA's the other track been from Bioware and it's like, yeah. well, um, you know, your track record hasn't been good. They're, and they're if track record eggs like, in this one basket, yeah. it really needs to be good. Um, and I'm hoping it succeeds for them, but uh, I don't know. I don't necessarily believe it, but yeah. if we're doing a bold prediction. That's I'm bold. Starting off with, okay, going uh, to start off with a bang. Uh, Tony, give me one here. Give us one. Uh, maybe not. So, I, I, I'm building up, so I'll start <laughs> off with my, you know, not so bold predictions first. But uh, I. I don't think Last of Us Two is hitting 2019. Oh my talk. God! You stole my next one. <laughs> that is my next prediction. <laughs> I agree with you. I have. Uh, I said now will be early that, That's uh, that's very believable. Like, I don't yeah. see. Yeah, um, I don't see it as early 2020 in my mind. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is, and I think it's going to pull the Breath of the Wild card, where it's going to be like, hey, last gen, you get your PS4 version, is also going to be like an enhanced or PS5 version. Because yes. I yeah. honestly, especially after today's NPD news with um, the Switch selling so so well, I actually think that encouraged Sony to do a spring 2020 launch for PlayStation 5. Hmm. No. Oh, okay. Wait. wait. <laughs> Did I just steal another one? No, no. We're close <laughs> to something else, though. Um, right. That was close on another prediction for mine. But. Oh, okay, Corey, give us, give, us a, give us a prediction here. No, yeah. I, I, I just my next one was going to be the last of us game. Uh, oh, okay. He almost um, went into another one of mine, but I, he didn't quite get there. So, um, okay. Uh, so, I mean, this is not really a bold prediction, uh, but uh, what the fuck is the game called? Oh, God, Days Gone. Days Gone. Yeah. Is, yeah. Days Gone is going to be a colossal flop. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But like again, it's not really that bold. It's just their track record has been very good. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Just the game is. I think it will be. It's just so uninteresting. See it getting, and I know Sony gets a bump in their reviews, but I see it getting in the sixties. Mm. Mm. And I guess that's colossal for them. That would be a flop. Yeah. Real, real quick, just because I, I remember Mike said something about it. Uh, for Corey, for your anthem thing, Mike is predicting that it's going to flop. That is his own prediction. <laughs> so <laughs> Mike's opposite. Of the opposite. And I'm with the flop side, so we'll so. we'll see how it pans out. All right, um, Tony, what, what do you got? Oh, you gave two. Or no, I meant two, two in terms of like. Oh, game. okay. You so know. give me another. Give us another prediction. Uh, I again, not so what we're, we're building up, but um, we're gonna see a uh, some form of switch revision. Oh. Uh, I actually predicted it was. 
<laughs> Jim, you gotta go first, man. You gotta go first. <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> I don't even think you had this down. I think you're just you're just waiting for me to say something. You're like, I have this. No, I have the list. I have it on our on our pot. You can go to our drive and see it on our, on our account. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I had actually predicted it was going to be at the 18 month mark, so just in time for this past holiday season. But it didn't come to fruition just because, as we saw, they they, they had their plan that they're like we're gonna just put out little stickers on the dock and like yeah, exactly stickers on the dock. Put a put a you know a Fortnite sticker you know Fortnite for free bundle or whatever sticker and it's gonna sell millions. Of <laughs> Fortnite's so, free, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My uh, my actual prediction would, was going to be that we will get a price drop on the current model of the unit and then a revision on this model with like. Yeah. better battery or smaller you know something, yeah, yeah. something different so uh, yeah that was yeah i'll agree with you there i i think we're going to see some sort of like uh revision it, it, it's going to come in a couple different ways so i could see them either pr um price drop uh for like a slim i don't know whatever mm -hmm. uh slimmer or like better battery life or whatever with a newer yeah uh, version of the tiger chip or whatever like that you know it's like revision um, but I, I definitely we're going to see like a price drop to like 250 for the the base or entry level switch yeah. model, mm -hmm. and then I do think we're going to see like a 350 dollar like I don't know pro stronger. version. I think a stronger dock, a stronger whatever, just like yeah. a more expensive thing because you know in uh, 2019 we're going to be at like the halfway ish point of the Nintendo Switch yeah. lifecycle, and as PlayStation 4 Pro and Xbox One proved that like just invigorated cells gave them like a longer tailwind, gave it two different price points for audiences like you have the budget you know um sensitive people and you have the enthusiasts who don't you know they'll, they'll fucking drop 500 dollars on a system yeah, no problem. Yeah. so i think you're yeah. gonna have those two things by the yeah. end of 2018. all right corey give us a i'll keep it in the nintendo family um but also kind of pulling in microsoft a little bit i, I think i know where you go with this one right? <laughs> i don't know if you do um master chief is going to be in smash brothers <laughs> All right, all right. I, I think it could happen. I think it could happen. All right, I, all right. I, I interesting. Uh, so I'll, I'll follow up with that. So I do think we are going to see a Microsoft-owned character in Smash Brothers, but I think it's going to be Banjo-Kazooie. And here's why. Yeah, I, I, he makes more sense. That's yeah. just character more cartoony and I, I, yeah, a rare Nintendo. This is the way I feel out, so it's like kind of like a two-for-one uh, prediction here. But I believe Microsoft and Nintendo are working out whatever legality bullshit issues they have to with licensing and whatnot. But we're going to see... Banjo-Kazooie and Smash Brothers is uh, the DLC pack. And however they're getting out of it, but they're also going to license out the rare games for the N64 Classic. I think so, too. I'm, and, not, saying uh, cool, I, I'm not saying gold. You think, so, you think the Nintendo 64 Classic is a thing, then? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to be gold, because there's issues with... With, you know, with other, yeah. With but, other you know, Banjo, Conquer, uh, Perfect Dark, whatever. You know, Microsoft doesn't have any issues with the license. You know, hey, why don't you take... Ghoul, what is that? Ghoulies? There's <laughs> <laughs> still that on there. I know it wasn't on that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I think I it all. Well. Yeah. 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 Uh, that seems pretty likely, actually. I, I think it would be cool to have the Master Chief on there. I think uh, Microsoft's trying to play nice with Nintendo quite a bit to keep driving it into Sony uh, as more than anything. But uh, I, I think that could be great. I, I, I even think they could. Um, I, this is even bolder where you could say that Banjo Kazooie will. Come out on Switch. Yeah. Uh, no, and I, I think could that see could them doing like a remake of Banjo Kazooie and putting yeah. it on Switch. Sure. They would still get their new game on their Xbox. The whole um, Crash nostalgia that like is, like is killing it right now. And like, yeah, yeah. Get a superior game <laughs> like out there like that. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see what I have. Well, this was the one I had that was close. Uh, I have the Xbox will actually have their console full reveal and fall of next year within early Ooh. 2020 launch. Okay. Because of what what Nintendo just pulled with the Switch launching in, in early in the year, you, you can do it and be successful. And, uh, I, and I think that they like to get ahead of Sony on the market. And I think that, like you said, Sony's going to move their timeline up, but I think Microsoft's going to move it's it up further. There, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was thinking the same thing. When, when you said that, I'm like, I was thinking that, but I, <laughs> but I went with Microsoft as the, as the prediction because of what Sony is probably planning on doing. So, so that's my prediction there. Um, so next year, I think we get an actual full console reveal in the fall from Microsoft. So, Corey? Um, yeah, well, I got one more, uh, yeah, which we've talked about before and even have a bet on, so it's not really like new or anything, but Persona 5 Complete Edition will not be <laughs> on Switch. <laughs> really? Still, still, after all... <laughs> I have to stick with it, man. It's our Avengers bet. We have to stick to it. All right, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I, I was just, so I'll just take the flip side of that. I am now more sure than ever that Persona 5 Complete Edition will come out on Nintendo Switch because just it makes too much business sense. Yeah, no. It makes too much business sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Tony, what's another uh, one? Another new one. Uh, let's see. Um, hold on, I had one. Um, I'm actually out myself, so I, that was the ones I had. Uh, I think the rumors are going to be true that we are going to see a version of an Xbox um, discless system. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's one. I don't know if it's a one or if it's their next thing. The but Scarlet. I, I right the Scarlet. I I do feel like they're going to finally be able to cash in on that, but do it in a way that they control the presentation and control yeah. the information. Where it's not just show like, us that they've learned. Right, show us that they've learned because it's like this is an option. It's not the like the the default. Um, you know, so people can and you still completely own your product and yeah. So it's like you know that's here's how you still trade your game. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I think that's a possibility too. Yeah, this is not really a prediction, but more of a question for you guys. Do you think? Fortnite can keep its momentum. Oh, yes, that is another year. one I want to talk about. Fortnite, I actually think we are going to see Fortnite uh, dwindle into... Um, yeah, already, a little bit. I'm just gauging this off of my nephew. He stopped playing Fortnite. Yeah. So uh, I think it reached its peak. I, you know, I think it's going to still be profitable throughout... Oh, sure, uh, yeah. ...2019, but here's the thing. And, and we'll go back to the, to the movie cast. So if you haven't listened to the movie cast, go back and listen to the movie cast. I feel like Epic knows that Fortnite... Like was a uh, flash in the pan, like lightning in a bottle, whatever you want to call it, a fad, if you will. Sure. And they're like, you know what? Well, we're gonna while we have this momentum, while we have this cash flow, we're going to invest in that Epic Game Launcher, our Epic Game Store, store yeah. so we can get the user base. You know, we can get all these people logging, getting used to logging into this ecosystem now, and selling games. You know, and sure. offer better um, cash out uh, for developers to get right. people doing that way. In the absolute wish case, you know that Fortnite just drops, you know, gets snapped out of existence that nobody's playing it anymore. They still have a backup plan to make money. Um, you know, unlike what we saw with, um, was it Paragon? Where like, yeah. you, you know, they lost money on Paragon. That was, oh, that yeah. was and they just like put out all the assets for people. It's like, well, here's like millions of dollars worth of assets right. for free. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I think I also agree that Fortnite is um, on its, it hit its peak. It's on its way down. Yeah, uh, I think it'll still be around. Like, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. around. It's gonna be that whole like it's you know it's well, always gonna well, be. PUBG is still around. It's just yeah. 
Yeah, it's not what but, it was. Like, I, I'm curious. You know, obviously we have no idea, but like I wonder what that next thing is. You know, we had the MOBAs, we had the battle royales now. And, it's coming and next year. It's just a matter of what's going to be. It'll be out next year, the next fad. It's just a matter of what it's going to be. Because, like you said, I think Fortnite is declining, and I think we get that replacement of it soon, and that's going to. I, I do agree, though, that Epic is planning much better for this than. Yeah, I agree. Um, Pumpkin. What is it? What is it? Yeah. Unknown. Um, so it's like because they do have that block thing, which is pretty neat. Yeah, uh, they have the creative. Do, yeah, yeah, right, and they yeah, do so. have um the the non battle royale parts of the game, which everybody just forgot about. So yeah, you know, and then, uh, obviously Epic isn't just Fortnite. So yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, anything else, guys? Bold. Huh? Um. I'll just go like completely off the wall. I, I literally just thought about this, but uh, I think um, next year we hear about a Mario and Sonic crossover game. Okay. Oh. okay. Like, Not like an Olympics game. Not Olympics. I mean, so here's the thing. I do think that is going to be a thing because oh, okay. uh, t- 2020 Olympics is in oh, yeah. uh, Japan. Japan. Yeah. So I, I think <laughs> they are heaven on earth to get those rights to just do it because it's Mario and Sonic. But Makes I do sense. feel we will get another Mario and Sonic Crossover, cool. a, a true crossover yeah, game. True crossover. Okay, cool. All right. Oh, you know what we should have done? Some predictions on the fucking Sonic movie in the movie cast. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. We can do that in the new year because apparently we're gonna get more information in the new year. Damn, oh, yeah. that thing is like, it's an internet meme now. It's blowing up. <laughs> yeah. Better for right. it. Yeah. I guess All no right, so... news is bad news. <laughs> right. All right, that's going to wrap up 426 of the GameCast. So thanks for tuning in to all of our GameCasts and podcasts this year, uh, since this will be the last one we do this year. Uh, write us, podcast at allgeek.net. Follow us on Twitter, allgeek. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, again, we thank you for listening. Thanks for watching us. Uh, we have more great stuff coming to you next year. Our of the year will be again on the 8th, 7th, That whatever that tuesday wednesday is that week uh we'll do our of the of the years and uh you know hope you enjoy that and hope you enjoy all this all the stuff we brought you this year and thanks for thanks for listening and watching thanks again for being thanks here. for being thanks for you yes right. thank you guys yeah thanks